From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A former coal-burning power plant in Adams County in southern Ohio near the Ohio River collapsed this morning. Adams County Sheriff Kim Rogers said on Facebook late this morning that a crew has been working at the facility preparing it for demolition. Rogers says one person was hospitalized and three others were missing. Several local fire and EMS responded. At this point, we're, one person has been taken to hospital. We believe that three people are still missing. At last report, search and rescue teams from Cincinnati and Columbus and elsewhere were on the scene. The Big Ten is expected to change its policy that teams must play six games to qualify for the conference championship game. That's according to multiple reports. Dave James has more. According to ESPN and Yahoo Sports, the conference's athletic directors met this morning and a vote is expected today on removing the six-game minimum for eligibility paving the way for Ohio State to play Northwestern in the Big Ten championship game. Such a move would also bolster Ohio State's chances to compete in the college football playoffs should they beat Northwestern. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio's governor says state lawmakers must choose a different method of capital punishment before any executions can be carried out in the future. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Governor Mike DeWine says lethal injection is no longer an option for Ohio, because of difficulties finding drugs and consequences the state could face from drug makers if one of their pharmaceuticals was used in an execution. DeWine says the state won't see any executions next year. DeWine also said he has become skeptical of capital punishment's effectiveness as a deterrent because of the long appeals process. Ohio's last execution was in July 2018. Eric Brown, ONN News. Ohio is expected to get its first batch of COVID-19 vaccines next week if drug companies get approval from the FDA. Angela Reigert has the latest. We're expecting more than 9,000 Pfizer vaccines to go to hospitals and more than 88,000 to go to drug stores to give to nursing homes. Moderna is the next to head our way, possibly by December 22nd. That shipment should include 201,000 vaccines. They will go to nearly 100 hospitals for those treating COVID-19 patients and more than 100 health departments for first responders. Now, a second batch should come in from Pfizer on the 22nd, too. 123,000 vaccines are going to Walgreens and CVS, also for nursing homes. In Columbus, Angela Rygard. Healthcare workers at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center in Columbus are concerned but hopeful as the pandemic continues. More from Tracy Townsend. Doctors from the College of Medicine tell us that ICU beds are running low, which has caused some hospitals to cut back on procedures in the state. But with FDA approval of the vaccine possibly coming tomorrow, they're confident that this vaccine could save a lot of lives. The Wexner Medical Center will receive 975 doses of the vaccine which will first go to healthcare workers at highest risk. The hospital is already set up with the necessary storage and distribution sites to get started. I'm Tracy Townsend. In Northwest Ohio, the Wood County Sheriff's Office says a Bowling Green City Councilman, who was also a professor, was killed in a car crash last night. ONN's Dave James has more. The Sheriff's Office says Neocles Leontis was driving on State Route 25 just north of Bowling Green at about 6 p.m. when his vehicle went into the opposite lane and hit another car. Leontis was pronounced dead at the scene. Multiple people were taken to the hospital for treatment, including his wife. Leontes had been a chemistry professor at Bowling Green State University for more than 30 years. Dave James, I went in news. 
Should school districts be allowed to let their teachers carry guns to school in order to protect students from a violent intruder? Kevin Landers takes a closer look at that question. School districts in Ohio have always had the power to arm their teachers, but that changed when a state appeals court ruled that school teachers must have peace officer training. Now, under Senate Bill 317 being debated right now at the state house, that would no longer require that under that law. Now, under the bill, Ohio teachers could carry a gun on school grounds without the previously required peace officer training or experience. Current Ohio law states that only school security officers can possess a gun in safety zones after receiving more than 700 hours of peace officer training or having served at least 20 years of active duty as an officer. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network. Every year, a family in the Cleveland suburb of Twinsburg sets up a big holiday lighting display at their home and requests those dropping by to make a donation to a local food bank. This year's effort is making news, as Sarah Shookman reports. This season, daughter Sarah Bailey requested that they set the display up to the Taylor Swift song Christmas Tree Farm. After she posted a video of the display, none other than Taylor Swift actually messaged her, saying not only she loved the lights, but she made a donation of her own. I didn't expect a message from her first of all but then for her to donate to the local food bank that was the most courteous generous shocking amazing thing i think that's ever happened to me in my life i'm sarah shookman and in Washington, the House has passed this year's National Defense Authorization Act with a vote of 335 to 78. Tracy Townsend has the details. The measure gives military members pay raises, modernizes military equipment, and requires more scrutiny before forces withdraw from Germany or Afghanistan. President Trump threatened to veto the legislation if it did not include a provision to end legal protection for social media companies. The bill now heads to the Senate. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.